to Table Talk, a place for honest conversations and getting to meet friends. I'm super excited you're joining us today, and I am so excited for my sweet friend, Adrienne, to be here. Yay. It's going to be so fun. Thanks for taking time <laughs> of course. to come and hang out. Um, as you've been joining us in Table Talk, hopefully over the last few weeks, um, we are specifically right now just talking to every, all the members of our pastor search team, um, looking for our new lead pastor, that man that God has out there. And you are a part of that 11 person team. And so thanks for just coming and being willing to share a little bit about you, sure. share your story, let people get to know you some. So I appreciate you coming. Absolutely. Thanks for making it early in the morning. Like yes. I said before, it's going to be great. It's my favorite time of day. We're all up and bright and Fresh. shiny. It's awesome. Fresh. Um, okay, so uh, a lot of people might not know you. Some mm -hmm. people do, of course, but a lot of people might not. So just tell us a little bit about you, introduce yourself, your family, and then kind of tell us just your Sagemont story. Okay. So my name is Adrian Gutierrez, as she said. Um, I am married to Mark Gutierrez, and we have three wonderful kids. Um, we have a son, Grayson, who is 12. He just turned 12. Lila is about to be 10, and then Benny is 5. Um, and they're just a lot of fun. We have Homeschool. I love, I tell people this all the time, but like my kids are literally my favorite people. Like yep. <laughs> I love, I love being with them all the time. And even entering that, you know, phase with a preteen, you mm -hmm. know, like that, there's hard stuff there, but even with that, like love it, love, love, love my kids. Um, and so my in-laws, um, are at church here, Mario and Anna Gutierrez, um, love them. They serve a lot. Um, my parents, I always like to kind of make the connection for people who have been at Sagemont for a long right. time. Um, my parents are Billy and Karen Ingalls. So they were members for a long, long, long time. Um, they are now with another church, but, um, they have been members. They were members here for a very long time and I have been here with them since right. I was born. Okay. <laughs> so since you, I mean, they so, were here before you. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. came with me. Okay. When okay. I was a baby. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. So what, so, what buildings were then? Was it HRA, I guess? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. The HRA was already here. So everything but children's in the right. worship center. I mean, okay. old nursery hall. Like yeah. that. I have so many vivid memories of that's that so old cool. nursery hall. My mom would help in like the nursery classes. And so right. I remember being down there, you know, obviously I don't remember when I was a baby, but I remember being yeah. a little older, you know, like maybe five or six and, mm -hmm. and being down there going to see my mom and, right. you know, she's in the room working with the babies and yeah. they had like the door that was like the half, half door. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Half door in yeah. all the nurseries back in the day. Yeah. That's so, it's so cool. I think it's so interesting for our people to, to know there are folks here that were in that nursery hallway mm -hmm. as little people. Mm -hmm. And now where that nursery hallway used to be is where the new student building is. Yeah. And like your kids gone, are yeah. going to get to do ministry in the same place, yes. basically, where you first were here at the church in it's really cool. Yes. I love it. It's what's so funny is Grayson. Cause you know, he's in youth now, my oldest. And right. so he'll tell me things like mom, we, I went with this, you know, person today and we had to go get something out of this room. And it was like, did you know that there's like this one hallway in that building? And you know, he's like trying to tell yes. me like he discovered it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, buddy, <laughs> I know every corner of this. Church. <laughs> right. There is, it's like a whole different world. World yes. That if you aren't down there, right, you and you didn't grow up here right. or weren't here back, you know, a little while ago, yes. you don't realize there's this whole like hidden 
hallways and rooms and stuff. And the hallways, because they're so they're older, like are yes. more, much more narrow yes. and kind of dark. Yes. And so it feels like this cool discovery right. to them now, you yeah. know, because they're used to the big open children's building that we have. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Like, that is literally, I grew up running those halls. That's like. right. That's where you were. That's <laughs> yeah. what it was. At. That's so fun. I love it that. Fun. And um, just because I know Mark will appreciate this so much, tell everyone just a little bit about Mark's side hustle that he oh my gosh. adores <laughs> and people will think is really cool. Yes, it is really cool. It and is people cool. love to talk to him about it and I love it for him. So Mark has a part-time job on the grounds crew for the Astros. And so when you, if you go to an Astros game or if you watch it on TV and you see the guys who drag um, the infield and like third inning, sixth inning, maybe I'm probably getting that wrong later. No he's going to be like, you totally messed that up. <laughs> um, something like that. Yeah. He, is one of those guys that drags it. They do a lot more than that. They prep the field before and after and everything, but he just started it last year and just kind of a real quick backstory. Like, you know, he, he had just really been transitioning into a new work position Mm -hmm. and kind of had a rough couple years. And so transitioning into the new position, like we'd really just been praying um, that the Lord would just provide the right thing for him. Um, And so he did, he transitioned into this awesome new full-time position that he's loving and then also like the Lord just provided this opportunity because people too are always like well how did he get that did he like he had to know somebody right and we're like no he actually just applied and they called him and he had an interview like it's crazy Um, because we've also known people since then that have tried to get on and haven't been able to it was just it was really just like the timing it was the Lord's timing and so anyway it's been really neat for him he literally got to be on the field when they won the World Series, right. all the things. I said, so this is it for you, right? Like, it doesn't get better. <laughs> you've, you've hit the highlight. That's, yeah. 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 But he also came home the first day and he's like, I want to do this when I retire. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm so never, fun. I want to do everything I can to keep this job. Yeah. <laughs> like, forever and do this when I retire. So because it is, it's awesome. It's a really cool, it's, it's a really, really cool thing that yeah. he's getting to do that. I, I mean, love that. Just getting to be on the field, you know, yeah. and, and watch the game. Absolutely. And, and he, like, loves baseball. So yes. just being out there, so it doesn't fun. feel like work to him. No. He'll have weeks right now where he'll work all day at his full time job and then he'll go <laughs> on nights when, or weeks when they're here, right? When they're home. He'll go every night and he's there till 10 or 11 o'clock yeah. at night, but it doesn't wear him out yeah. usually it's because it's, yes, he loves it. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like work. So fun. Mm-hmm. I love, I just think that is a really cool thing that he's getting to it do. Is. It's a fun thing for it your is. family. It is fun. Um, so you've been at Sagemont. Mm-hmm. Um, did you go off to college? I did not. Okay. I was going to say, I don't, I think I know this. Mm-hmm. I did not. So Mark and I were actually already dating. Okay. My senior, we started dating the summer before my senior year in high school. Okay. Um, and when I graduated, I was very like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. You know, like I just didn't have a set like, um, uh, degree that I wanted to pursue. Sure. I kind of had decided, well, my mom does accounting and I'm really good with numbers. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll do that, but not like a passion, right. you know? Um, and so because of that, I also just didn't feel passionate about going away. Like yeah. having that whole experience that wasn't really important mm-hmm. to me. Um, and I, Mark and I were in a serious relationship already and we right. were really young, but like I leaving him to go do something that I really 
didn't have a lot of passion right. and direction for. I would kind of just be doing it because it's what you do. Right. You know, I just really didn't. And getting in debt. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would have had to take, you know, right. like all the things. I was like, ah, oh, it just doesn't make sense for me. Yeah. So we did. We actually, Mark and I both did. He had kind of been slow in starting up his college classes after he graduated, uh-huh. even though he's older than me. So we actually went through college together. Okay. So we actually, even though he's older than I am, we went through San Jack together for two years. Um, and then we started at UVH Clear Lake, got married right after we started okay. UVH Clear Lake and we were married when we finished okay. together at UVH Clear Lake. Okay. That's so, awesome. Yeah. See all you kids out there that are looking at graduating high school right now, trying to figure, it's okay if you don't have oh. the whole plan and all you parents that are panicked, it's okay. Man, Betsy, I read it's something. Okay. I gotta tell you, I read something recently that I thought, man, if I had known this, if I had read this when I was that age graduating, I read it's in Jen Wilkins' book. Um, which one is it? There's two. None like him, and then in his image, and in his. So none like him is like all the attributes, all these attributes of God, mm-hmm. and how God is this. God is immutable, and you are not. God is all knowing, and you are not. God is all powerful, and you are not. And right. why that's good why that's good and it helps us rely on him so then that's all um none like him then in his image is okay so now that we know all the attributes of God and we know our position how do we live from that and so she starts it out by saying guys I think that especially for kids who are graduating and going off to college Mm -hmm. and things she says I think we're asking the wrong question when we when we keep asking what am I going to do what Mm -hmm. am I going to do what am I going to do she said I think that we need to start asking the question who am I going to be and if that's our focus our focus is who are you going to be? What kind of character are you going to have as a person? Mm -hmm. And if you focus on that first and then just kind of follow the Lord's lead on the rest, the, the what and the career and all the things. But if you're focused and especially us parents, if our focus and pouring into our kids is your character and who you're going to be and who God made you to be Mm -hmm. like, that is what matters. And I think we're seeing more and more now too, like College can be a wonderful thing. Sure. But there are other options. So many other things. And I think that it's important to evaluate all the options for your specific Mm -hmm. kid and your specific circumstance and all, because college is not the only route. That's true. I think there's a lot of great in college. Please hear me say that. I have a college degree. I think there is a lot of wonderful things there. Um, But I think it's important too to remember that that is also not the end all be all. Like, it's who are you going to be in light of who God made you? And I, love I, that. Uh, I just wish I would have known yeah, that. I wish I would have really heard good. that. So tell your kids that today. Yes. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So just listening to you, your love for books. Mm-hmm. You love to read. I do. You love to encourage others to read. Mm-hmm. And uh, plug... Summer book club starts in June. It does. And you lead that on Wednesday nights. Yes. And um, it, we started what? This is going to be the third, third summer, third I year. think. Mm-hmm. And it has just bloomed and grown and people love it. It's for ladies yes. uh, to come and do book club on Wednesday night. And it's super fun. And I love how enthusiastic you are about reading mm-hmm. because it that comes out of you and pours over onto others for other people to go, what is this deal with reading? Like, (laughs) what am I missing out on? Or what's the, what's the next book or what's the thing? Have you always been a reader? I have not. Okay. And so here's, what's really cool about my story is that I, 
actually was not a reader at all. Um, like in high school, like college, I really did not enjoy reading. Yeah. Um, I was more of a TV person, honestly, mm -hmm. like love to just sit there and watch my shows, yeah. had my shows, you know, like recorded them. That was back when we did the whole DVR yes, thing. Right. <laughs> um, and so really like never read a lot. Um, actually went through kind of a hard season about five years ago. Um, dealt with some anxiety and depression stuff. And through that, I kind of just didn't, I couldn't handle the noise anymore. Mm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I, I just needed quiet and solace. And, um, the Lord was really speaking to my heart a lot mm -hmm. in that season. Um, and a friend actually said, handed me a book one day and was like, Hey, this was really, you know, a good, great book. And it wasn't, it was fiction. Like it right, wasn't sure. even like, you know, like, Oh, this is going to change your life. Right. <laughs> it was just a fictional That's novel, fun. which mm -hmm. in my college years, there was a few novels here and there right. that I would read and, you know, just like standard fiction. Um, and I would read just, just to entertain, just to give me something to do. Right. I would mm -hmm. always, when I would read them, when I would discipline myself to sit down and read them, I would absorb them. Right. But then it's kind of like, I would forget, you know, like it's yeah. just mm -hmm. not as easy as sitting down and watching TV. Um, so anyway, during that season, I started reading the book she had given me and something, it just sparked something mm -hmm. in me. I don't really even know how to explain it, but it just sparked something in me that I realized like, Oh, like all this, I'm not saying there's anything, you know, like TV. Sure. Sure. Watch a show, whatever. <laughs> um, it's not like, I think if you sit and watch TV all day, maybe that's something to think about, right, but yeah. you know, but watching a show here and there, whatever. Sure. Um, but it was something that I wasn't getting. And mm -hmm. I've learned since then, like more and more about like reading is a skill and you're learning so much, even when you're reading fiction, yeah. like that there's connections being made and vocabulary and just all these things that aren't happening when you're watching right. a TV show. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, through that, I just all of a sudden had this voracious appetite for reading yeah. and I was reading everything I could get my hands on. And I remember at the end of that for that year, so this is about five years ago. I remember at the end of that year, I had kept track of all the books I was reading. Right. Like I had had a list running and at the end of the year, I looked back and I went, oh my gosh. I read 25 books this year. And wow. for me, that was a lot. Some people read like 60. And no, I'm that's like, a ton. that's yeah. awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. But for me, yeah. having struggled to read one or two books a year, right. like my whole life, 25 books in one year was a big deal. Right. Um, and so I just remember going, wow, like, I have experienced things by reading mm -hmm. these books. Yeah. I have grown. I have experienced like feeling like I'm walking through stories in the fiction. Mm -hmm. And I read a lot of nonfiction too, you know, that I learned a lot and I'm very much like a student. I love to learn. Right. Mm -hmm. That's another funny part of my story. Like I have an accounting degree. I don't use it. I don't, I do my taxes every year. There That's, you go. <laughs> <laughs> because when I was in school and I was going to school for accounting, I loved my classes. I loved, I, and I thought, oh, this is great. I'm going to be great at this. I'm going to love this. And then I did an internship for a public accounting firm. Um, wonderful firm, wonderful people, absolutely best case scenario, family friendly, all right. the things. And I would come home crying every day yeah. telling Mark, I, this is not like, mm -hmm. I can't do this. Right. This is not for me. I am a people person. Right. I love to talk and be with people. Mm -hmm. And it was very much, you sit in front of a screen and you do right. work. And I was like, 
it was sucking the life out yeah, of me. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so I realized then that, oh, I don't love accounting. I just love school. I just love learning. Yeah. And and so that's what I think books has really um, fostered in me yeah. too. Reading has really fostered that love for learning. That's so, awesome. And I just am so passionate about getting other people on board with that yeah. um, and seeing how much value there is in reading because it is a skill and it is in our day and age with technology, it is hard for right. our attention spans to sit and do. To sit and mm-hmm. do. It is hard. Yeah. But I truly believe it is a worthy effort and yeah. it is something that we should all be trying to do. And so that's why I love doing book club yes. to cultivate that yeah. in women and to encourage them to read. Um, and truly like my end to all of that is, and if you can sit down and read a book, then you can read your Bible That's right. Mm-hmm. and you should be reading God's word. Yes. And let me just tell you that if you enjoyed reading that book that we just read together, like that book wasn't alive and active. Yeah. God's word is alive and active and it's never going to be the same when you read it again and again mm-hmm. and again. He's always going to teach you new things and shape you and mold you into who he wants you to be through it. And so, you know, just take whatever you got out of reading that book and multiply right. it exponentially. Yeah. <laughs> it helps build a skill. Like you yes. said, it builds yes. that muscle, builds that skill. Right. So then when you sit down with God's word, you're that skill and muscle yes. is is growing so I love that and I love that even in book club <clears throat> when like in the summer y'all are reading a book mm-hmm. but you do you share that passion of y'all if you can do this you can read God's word right and then I also love that you also live that out and that you do book club in the summer, mm-hmm. but in the fall and the spring, you teach a precept class. I was going to say, then I tell them, so now go sign up for That's precept. Right. You can do it. You can do precept. You can get in there and do the reading and the yes. really digging in to God's word. Yes. And as y'all can see, and sweet Adrian, she has just this engaging personality. And so I so love that you use it to share God's word, to get people excited about digging into God's word and seeing the benefit and the blessing of getting to know him more mm-hmm. by digging into his word. And you love it so much. It, it just draws people in. And well, so you can't not love it when God has shown you all the things that he's shown you in it. When yeah. you get in it and he teaches you and he molds you and he shows you all these things like you can't not love it because then you, you know him and you love him. Yeah. And that's what I tell people all the time. Like that's my story with precept was I got into, I started right. taking mm-hmm. classes 10, 11 years ago because I wanted to know more. I wanted knowledge. I wanted to be mm-hmm, able to, mm-hmm. I had a one year old at the time. I wanted to be able to answer his questions. Um, but what I got out of it was so much better because I, I didn't just get knowledge of the Bible and of him. I got to know him. I got to know the Lord and that once you've experienced that, Mm -hmm. and once you've realized how much better that is than anything else, you can't help it. Like I can't help it, but (laughs) but get excited about it and, and help try to motivate other people. Yeah. Too as well. So. You do you do a beautiful job of using the gifts God's given you, Thank you to point people back to him and I love that about you. Um okay, so pastor search team big commitment. Mm-hmm. Um was it an easy yes when the call came in? Um was it were you shocked by the call? I was. So funny story. I was um my kids, because I homeschool, um, it was the middle of the day and my youngest was at preschool. And so the two big kids, I had been telling them all morning that day, like, okay, if we get all our work done by noon, we'll go on a long bike ride. We mm-hmm. have this big trail by our house. And so I'm outside pumping air and tires and I get a phone call from Wes 
<laughs> and I'm like pumping air and tires like, hello, hello. Right. Because <laughs> like the, you know, whatever. <laughs> so anyway, he, you know, says the whole thing about, you know, there was a whole wonderfully, yes. you know, crafted way of explaining the process and things. So they did a, a great job. And I kind of was like, and as you see, I have lots of words. <laughs> right. Yes. I really was like, I love it. I don't have words right now, Wes. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I wasn't. I really wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I said, okay, let me, you know, I had some questions. I did sure. finally gain composure enough to ask questions. Um, and uh, then I said, you know, really and truly, like when my church calls and asks me to do something, my heart is yes, mm-hmm. but please, you know, allow me to pray sure. about it and, and talk to my husband about it. And, you know, cause honestly, my thought process too was this isn't just a big commitment for me. This is a big commitment from him. Um, because Absolutely. he's going to have to step in and my, my in-laws and my parents are great too, when mm-hmm. he's not available, like to help take care of the kids, right. um, when I have to go to meetings and yeah. things. Um, so I for sure, for that reason, wanted to talk, go talk to him first mm-hmm. before I committed to anything. Um, so I called him right away and he immediately just says, yes. I was like, okay, but hold on. Right. Should we talk about this? Let's look at the logistics of how this is going to work. I feel like we should just have the right? conversation. Yeah. You know, that was my immediate response sure. to but I feel like we should have the conversation. Yeah. Um, so we did. And he still was like, yes. And I was like, okay, well, I'm still going to pray about it all day. And I yeah. did like all day in the going and dropping kids and then doing like, I was constantly just praying like, Lord, open my eyes, Lord, guide me, Lord, show mm-hmm. me. Um, and at one point after I've been doing that for hours, just praying off and on, you know, like as I'm in the regular, just, um, go, go of life at one point, it was like, he just kind of showed me like, Adrian, I've already answered mm. this for you. Um, because I, it came to mind that we had just finished studying acts in precept. Mm-hmm. So this was my first year to teach precept and we did acts and the book of acts is about, well, it's about a lot of things. It's about, um, the Holy spirit acting, but then it's also about the church, yes. the formation mm-hmm. of the church. Um, and he was, I, it was really like the Lord was just laying on my heart. Like you already know what the church mm. is supposed to look like. That's so cool. And he yeah. prepared you and you didn't even yes. know that he was preparing you for yes. this. That's awesome. And Jenny Kreitz was teaching, she's my yes. teacher. Amazing. Right. She taught me precept for years and mm-hmm. years. And so she and I both taught acts right. this year. So she did Tuesday morning. I did Wednesday night. Um, and so we've had so many great conversations yeah. just cause she's also on pastor search. And so mm-hmm. we've had so many great conversations just about how, what we learned in that's acts really cool. And how it applies to what the church structure should be Mm -hmm. just fundamentally, you know, like what it should look like based on what, um, the Lord did in acts in that first church and how, man, the unity, Mm -hmm. that's the most beautiful part to me is that that has given me such a heart for church unity. Mm -hmm. Um, and the church is the people. Like, I feel like I said this a lot, like, um, Sagemont is home and it is Sagemont is home to me, but more than that, I've really thought lately about how, well, home kind of has a place connotation, right? So really to me, church is more family yeah. because it's the people it is, it is family. And, um, you feel that when we're in those meetings, when we're in that right. room, yeah. it's family. That's so good. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, I want to ask just as you're going through this and looking at pastor search team for you with your kids, mm-hmm. with your, you grew up at Sagemont church. So it's not a foreign concept to think my kids 
could stay here and, and be here. Right. Um, how, are, how do you look at pastor search team with that lens? Oh, absolutely. So, um, it is like praying that the Lord would bring the next person and is the next person going to be here for 50 something years again? I have no idea. Only God knows knows those things. So we can't plan for that. Right. Um, But my heart and my prayer is that the Lord would provide the man who is going to come in and have a heart like his Mm. and just pour into discipleship. I mean, here, here's a big part of my heart too. And I mean, you're, discipleship minister, right? right? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's huge yeah. though that we put in the work as the church to invest in that next generation mm-hmm. and invest spiritually in them, right. invest in helping them to grow, um, into the leaders of the next generation. Right. And that starts from the top down. So that stop, that starts from our head pastor. Right. And we need a pastor who is going to be a servant hearted leader, who is going to be a shepherd and shepherd that flock. Well, because mm-hmm. you know what? We're all wandering sheep, <laughs> Yeah, but especially time. those yeah. precious little kids, right. they need that direction. They need yeah. that guidance. And they need that structure of, hey, come on in here. Let me right. let me keep pulling you in. Let me keep guiding you mm-hmm. on the path to righteousness and right. to following the Lord. And yeah. so that's been my heart. And it does. I do think about my own kids in that, mm-hmm. you know, like they're in that fold right there. Like, and I Absolutely. want them to stay in that fold. Yeah. I love that. And right now, Sagemont, we're in the middle of our 57 days of prayers. We're getting ready for our 57th anniversary. And so I've been asking the search team, just tell us a little bit about your personal prayer life mm-hmm. and what that looks like right now. So I'm a morning person. <laughs> I nice. love mornings. Um, so I do enjoy like spending time in the morning. I actually work out first um, because it kind of just gets me yes. like awake. <laughs> right. And then I come home, make my coffee, sit down. Um, and I have some time where I'm spending time in the word in the quiet when mm. nobody is around. So this, okay, really funny side story. Really funny. I'll come back to this. Uh, yesterday, my five-year-old, we'd had just a long day. I was kind of stressed and like, everybody just needs to get baths and get in bed. Right. Yeah. Um, and so he goes to take a shower and I kind of already been struggling to get him like in the shower and get him doing all the things. Yeah. And so he's, he's in the shower and he'd been in there a while. So I like knock on the door. I'm like, Benny, are you almost done? He goes, I am done. I'm just enjoying the peace and quiet. <laughs> Starts young, right? Like, Everybody needs it. Okay, glad one of us is. <laughs> he found his spot. He found his spot. I love it. But anyway, yes. so I enjoy my yes. peace and quiet yep. in the mornings yep. when I just, you know, have the time yes. before anybody else is awake. Um, and so that's when I'm spending time in God's word and that. I'm praying. And I have done, I like to keep lists sometimes of the mm-hmm. things that I'm praying for, but not like, um, not hard, like, right. you know, like struck like I must, right. you know, pray for these things. Yeah. Like I try not to make it turn into that. Mm-hmm. I try 
try to keep it very um, spirit led. And um, so I might just really kind of think for a little while um, about what's on my heart that day and then just jot those things down. And really, Mm -hmm. to me, that's for my memory. Like, yes. okay, let me make sure that I I follow up on that and check Mm -hmm. in on that person Mm -hmm. that the Lord's put on my heart Mm -hmm. today, things like that. Um, And I do like to look back later and say, wow, look how the Lord answered that prayer. So that's really cool. Um, But really, I feel like in the past couple of years, I've learned to just to be continually praying Mm -hmm. throughout the day, just to be make it a habit Mm -hmm. um, and teaching my kids to pray. Um, My kids like to say uh, when we pray, they like to say things like, and I hope this happens and I hope that happens. And so one of the things I've been working with them lately on is you can directly ask God for that. Yeah. You don't just have to say, I hope, I hope, I hope. Like you can directly ask God, like, Mm -hmm. Lord, this is my heart, but your will be done. And teaching them too and reminding myself that his will is better. Absolutely. He knows all things. And so ultimately at the end of the day, he gives us the ability to ask for things. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we also need to be able to say, but your will be done. done. I trust you. Amen. I love that. Mm -hmm. Thanks for hanging out today. Sure. Y'all, if you haven't guessed, Adrienne loves to chat. And so if (laughs) you find me, she'll she'll chat with you. Uh, She'd love for you to take her to get coffee Mm -hmm. and hang out. So if you want to get to know Adrienne better she i know would love to get to hang out and hear a little bit more of her story you are amazing thank you for putting the time in for the pastor search team and being purposeful with that i really appreciate it well thank and you for having me today yeah i'm so glad you came so fun. it was super fun um y'all thanks for hanging out today at table talk we will see you next time